Welcome to the Human Size Leader Podcast, where we talk about the human side of leadership. I'm Zach. I'm Crystal. And today we're going to talk about the challenge of friendship. Yeah, this is this is a really uh, real and raw podcast for us um, mm-hmm. because we were just discussing yesterday how the further we've gotten up in leadership, the harder it is to have friendships. Yeah, I would say have deep friendships where we need them. Yeah, like it's yeah. you can have friends, but then to have people that you can process with well and that you have time that <laughs> you make time for um it's a challenge and you fill the void of it you know you fill it especially in those times that are more difficult um yeah so we're going to talk about how do we how do we work towards having healthy strong relationships even when we're busy leaders yeah because you know i've been realizing a mistake i've done um is and it comes out of a need i'm an introvert um so and my job's very peopley. Uh mm-hmm. so, so I'm always with people and they're not uh, like you were talking about, Crystal. They're not the deep friendships, they're people I lead. And yes, I can be close to them, but they're still people I they it's still not equal mm-hmm. um in the relationship. And so when I get to my days off or times off, um, I just want to be alone. Mm-hmm. Um and so I look up after months and go, wow, when's the last time I hung out with someone? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and it's like you're making deposits too. This is something I read it in a book and I would love to give credit to it. But I'm not sure. I think it was a Stephen Covey book, but it was um, about making like deposits into a relationship bank or to a trust bank. Mm-hmm. And like you have to make the deposits. And I think as a, when you're busy or when you're depleted all the time, like it's, it's not a matter of not liking having people you love or care about or trust, but like you're not making deposits into that bank of like um, valuing and building that relationship. And so um, that's a cycle I relate with too. Cause like, I think that's where a lot of where I'm at um, I go into the harder parts of leadership is when in my position, I'm very spread out. I don't have like a team that's mm-hmm. very consistent, like because I serve a lot of different teams. Um, and then I have a busy home life with where my kids are at in school and my husband's starting a business plus working his job. And I just feel depleted all the time, as you were saying, I'm an extrovert, so it's a different route. Um, I, uh, I, but I, I'm time depleted. And then I feel like it's been so long since I connected with people when I, when I need that connection, it's a little bit harder to enter into too, when it's not a rhythm and not a natural closeness. Um, yeah. So it's difficult. And then that, that leads to feeling isolated. And I know with me, with the distance, and I don't know if you feel this, Zach, when I'm not spending regular time investing and valuing those relationships or seeking them out, um, I feel like a distance of like insecurity. Like, mm-hmm. oh, if I, if I go to them with this, they're going to feel like I'm, you know, just using them for this, or maybe I don't know how they're going to react to me. Cause like, I haven't spent time with them. And a lot of times in my experience, that's been pretty ridiculous when I've actually played it out, like all of my fears, I almost, and I think, I think this is natural. I think in the space, like your mind starts, has room to feel in like that space. That's not ours to understand of what they might think about us. Um, and that just seems to grow. <laughs> like, like when someone, it's like when it's silent and someone has to fill the silence, like, I feel like my, my brain feels the gap of distance of like, Oh, they probably don't like me or, Oh, they're probably, I don't know. Is that relate at all for you (laughs) yeah what you're describing you and i know it as and so we'll just explain it for them as third 
third space anxiety, right? Yeah. And it's where yeah. we're interpreting the thoughts, feelings, emotions, and someone else, right? And not ourselves. And right. I I live there. I still live there. Mm-hmm. And and really, when I actually do reach out to a friend because I'm so depleted, right, that I'm like, oh, I need that. And I know I need that. Um, I'll mm-hmm. go meet with them and I'm a verbal processor. So I'll meet with them and then I'll spill it out, right? Verbal vomit on them, the mm-hmm. poor friend. And then <laughs> and then when I'm done, I do what you're talking about, Crystal. I, I start evaluating everything I just said and I get really embarrassed. Um and I get all anxious about what they think. And I usually like text them apologies for how I, you yeah. know, how I was in the room. And, <laughs> and it's worse the longer you wait, right? Like it's almost yeah. like maintenance on a car. Like if you're talking with someone regularly and you have these relationships that, you know, you see them on a very rhythmic weekly basis, you kind of hash that stuff out. But like if you've waited so long, you're at the point where I have to talk to somebody. Um, yeah. Which happens. It's okay that that happens. It's just, yeah. Well, and then last week, I mean, very real. I met with uh, one of my close friends and, you know, just poured out my heart, which is really where I was in the moment. But it was even in an, because I'm low and hadn't had human connection in a way that I needed. um, Mm -hmm. I'm also over-exaggerating where I really am. Yeah. Um, while I'm talking yeah. to, which leads to the embarrassment. And so, yeah. yeah, sure. yeah. Um, something too, I have, I have personally been struggling with is, um, feeling like, uh, if I share vulnerably, even with people I trust, and I think the distance makes this fear more because I haven't experienced them responding to me in a way that doesn't make me feel this way, but they're going to feel like my whole life is a mess and they're not going to trust me as much as a leader. This is a leadership thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, especially when you have a lot of people who you work with that I wouldn't say always rely on you, but maybe rely on you as their leader or have high respect for you because, or trust you with big things. It's hard to be vulnerable and say like, I'm really a mess at this point or I need to process this. Um, and then that fear of it'll like be over-exaggerated. Like I, I really struggle that for me is like a cliff to jump off of sometimes. Cause like, I just don't want to open the box and I don't want to, I like, I don't want to deal with any mess that comes out of that, which I think sometimes that's irrational, but sometimes there's probably some rational to that. Like you have to, if you're going to share your struggles, I'm sure there's, you know, going to be questions. Okay. Honestly, Zach, this is a very human thing. Sometimes I don't want the questions, <laughs> and then I, and then yeah. I'm like, maybe I need the questions because I need help going deeper because this is, you know, where we probably differ a bit, right? Like as much as I value and want authenticity and I want to grow and be healthy and I, I want to be curious with other people, like, and I, I want to be curious with myself, there's this part of me too that's like, okay, I don't want the question. <laughs> I want it, but then I don't like, because naturally I want to just pack it away and I want to get to business and move on. But I know that that can be a good thing in certain circumstances for the long run. That doesn't make me the healthiest person I can be, but it is definitely a fight that I have to work through. And I think where friendship plays into this is I experiencing that with people is the only thing that gets me over that hump experience and like being loved on the other side of it, seeing that things don't fall apart when I'm vulnerable. I think that's what builds the um, healing, I guess, or the healthier process inside of me. Yeah. I totally understand that. Honestly, even though Mm -hmm. I 
like the deep questions. Sometimes it just gets exhausting and I don't mm-hmm. want to talk about deep stuff. I just want to talk about a surface thing. I yeah. mean, and well, so d- I think part, part of this is just like train your friendships. Um, you know, I was just <laughs> thinking about, uh, I was joking with you just saying that, um, having close friends is harder than finding a spouse. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, but even in our, even in our marriage, I was thinking about this this morning is as, uh, my wife, Rachel and I were talking about something is training each other of what we need is something that kind of happens in a marriage over time. Uh-huh. And I think we forget that with, with friendships. So like this morning I was like yeah. telling, uh, telling her just some stuff going on and she went into fix it mode, which I do all the time to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, Hey, that's going to be valuable. But right now I don't need this fixed. I just, I just want to share with you what's going on. I actually know what I need to do. Um, and I think sometimes we forget that or are embarrassed to even say it in a friendship mm-hmm. where it's like, like you were talking about crystal, where it's like, Hey, I, I, the questions are good, but right now I don't want them. <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an okay thing to say to someone. I mean, that's, that's how we train our friends. Yeah. And maybe that's the the honesty beyond just being honest about the problem, yeah. but being honest about your emotions and where you're at. That's really helpful, actually, because I was thinking one of the things I was going to ask you if you ever feel this is like when about that opening up the box, sometimes like I know a box needs to be opened. I know something needs to be I need help with something or I need to to share the burden with somebody, but man, I don't want to open that. I don't know the mess that's going to come out. I don't want it to be all over the place. It's like in, in my house. I don't want to get certain things out because I got to clean it up. And um but being able to put boundaries in that or have people in your life that respect that to say, Hey, this is even vocalizing. This is hard for me. Like it feels overwhelming. And I would say to vocalize why I, the biggest fear I have is not being able to put it back together. Like once you, mm. once you have everything laid out, there's no answer, which is something that I struggle with. Cause I always want to see the answer, but there are things in life that are just difficult and the answers aren't clear and the process is painful and hard before you get to that place where you see the end of the the resolution, I guess, inside of yourself. And I love that what you're saying and what I hear you're saying is like being able to vocalize and and teach your friends. Like I'm really stretching myself right now and this is hard for me. And I really don't need a question at this moment, even though I I should, but like, here's where I'm at emotionally. Is that what I'm hearing you saying? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And maybe even, you know, and the closer we get to someone, I think over time, then the friend knows when they need to push through that. Right. Um, yeah. If if I'm always saying I'm not wanting questions and I've brought the thing up like 10 times, um, that's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right. That, that, that becomes the problem. But, um, but sometimes I just need to say that to get over the, the fear. Yeah. Um, because otherwise I'm not going to say it. There are there are certain parts like like one of the things just about myself is I hide through authenticity, which sounds really weird except basically I'll be really authentic about certain things, but the real scary ones to me I mm-hmm. won't. Um and and what's interesting is the things I'm very authentic about. People are like, "How can you say that?" Well, there's other things <laughs> that are under there that actually scare me more. Um and I'm afraid to and so yeah part of that is just build in in building that relationship over time um someone becomes a safe person which we talked about on another podcast and we're more likely to actually um reveal 
reveal those scary things and just um i mean that's why friendship's so important right i mean that's kind of what yeah. we're talking about is is you know as a leader i think too often in our society and western culture i can speak for at least we devalue it's the first thing we dump is friendships mm-hmm. But yeah. it's so valuable to being a healthy person mm-hmm. um, because of just what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And there's, and you mentioned like the analogy of marriage, how it's harder yeah. sometimes to get a good friend than marriage. Well, I think part of that is like in marriage, there's a commitment, you know, you know that you're, you have, if you're having a healthy marriage, you embrace that there's two broken people that we're still growing. Right. And, um, and I think in marriage and friendship, it's, it's much easier to just like, okay, we don't, we don't click or this isn't working instead of evaluating your part in it, which <laughs> we always have a part in it or, right and working through that and learning about each other and having this dynamic committed relationship. It's so easy just to be like, go your separate ways. And then we don't, we don't also, I think it's easy not to have rhythms of actually spending time with that person just for the fun part of it, you know, just to have a friendship that we need. And that's where I probably, if I had more fun with people, a lot of my deeper issues would be a lot easier. Honestly, for me, yeah. I just a busy life. I think that's a gap. Um, that's a deficiency in my life just due to time when I have to fight to figure out um, because that's, we need that. We need to experience life with people. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I guess we could wrap this all up and just saying that that friendships are valuable mm-hmm. and we need to take the time to do it. Don't devalue friendships or or we're going to wake up one day alone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Which I would say reframing place. reframing success is where you're going with that is that su- success is committing and building and making time to intentionally build a friendship. Yeah. 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 And stop looking for the perfect friend. In fact, that's something that I've been realizing (laughs) that I do is like one of the reasons why friendships are harder for me than, you know, it was finding a spouse is that like, I'm expecting more than what I was even expecting in a partner. Like Uh my wife does not share the same hobbies as, as mine. Why am I looking for friends to have the exact same hobbies? You know, those type Uh of things. Like, um, and realistic <laughs> yeah kind of be realistic and form the friendships now mm-hmm. um stop and stop waiting for the perfect friend maybe that's just something that i needed to hear yeah but. and hope for today is that we have we have the ability to control that like we have the ability even in teaching our friends and vocalizing to them what we need we have the hope because we can do that and that we can make intentional steps towards building friendships yeah. yep and i say the action step would be uh do something with someone this next week yeah coffee lunch doesn't matter just something something so continue to fail forward in your leadership and make friends you got this thanks for joining us today on the human size podcast we hope you enjoyed your time next week crystal and zach are going to discuss the storm beneath the surface our external emotions are only a small part of what's going on within us crystal and zach discuss recognizing this as part of being human